0: This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000.
1: Holiday weekend edition. Hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's time for The Odds Couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFelco with you on this long, festive holiday weekend to talk lots of NFL and college. Big, big games that we got to get after, including maybe the biggest in the shoe this weekend, Bears outside of New York in the Meadowlands. We'll talk about all of it. First and foremost, Mikey, happy Thanksgiving. How was the day yesterday?
2: Oh, the day was great, Carm. First of all, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and and to everybody out there. Appreciate all the fine wishes. Yesterday came up with my 30th year of the Thanksgiving Day tips. Yes, folks, back in 92, we spent one segment on it. We didn't spend a whole three-hour show going, what's your favorite sides? What don't you like? What do you like? Do you like turkey? Is turkey too too, true? We never did that. I just did this thing, and it's lasted the test of time. It's almost like NASA. You know what I mean? NASA started still lingering. You know what I mean? But the bottom line is that I had a great time. We had fun. Uh, The macaroni and cheese, by the way. Yeah, where, where do you there? stand on that? It's... Oh come on! I never knew one person that said, "I can't wait till Thanksgiving so we can have macaroni and cheese." My mother made it. She couldn't cook to it Worth a damn to begin with. That's something you can have like lasagna. Italians do the the jolly uh, sometimes. Yep. The octopus. I told my buddy, "You can eat. You eat that at your uh, Jimmy DiGiulio. You eat that once a week." <laughs> Why are you putting it with a traditional meal? You think the Pilgrim said, hey, Jonas, pass the macaroni and cheese. Jedediah, pass the mac yeah. and cheese. And, and, I you know, I mean, I came from a time when there was e- – I'd never heard of calamari. Now, now it's prevalent. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, back in the back in the 60s, my uh... dad, if, if you said, where's the calamari? He goes, it's good fishing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but, but it was fun. And you know what I did yesterday, Carm? I didn't bet the three NFL games. I said, you know – college basketball's on you've been on fire with college hoops yeah i won with mississippi yesterday uh and then though i i took florida and lose so i said to myself there's one game that is outstanding right now that i gotta take and it's football and i took the vikings
1: Mm, and the vikings showed up
2: yep and they played i and my i didn't i did the system the system told me who to take but that's. Been, like, not foolproof this year. But you know what I kept thinking? The Bears beat New England. Mm-hmm. On the road. And beat them good. And beat them good, and I kept thinking about that. I said Minnesota's been sort of like getting pillaged a little bit lately. My guy, uh, the the coach, the head coach Kevin O'Connor. <laughs> I had him as coach of the year. Then he abruptly just crapped the bed last week, and then yeah. they come back and they get the job done yesterday.
1: Good bounce back for them. Nice hit there. I bet only one of the three games yesterday. I had the Lions right. in the first game. That right was ahead. a winner. Um, lines? I
2: leaned that way. I just yeah. said, you know, I'm not getting off. I am had a better read on college basketball early, but I w- went back and forth. And that's why I'm mad about the Bears folding early. I mean, Detroit started out like 1-5 or 1-6. And, and then they yeah. went on a road. I know maybe it's false hope, but I, I they didn't throw in the towel. And I admire them for that, like the Giants, uh, Seattle. I thought the Bears uh, cut the cord too quick. And I'm gonna to stick to that. I would have loved to see Quinn and Smith with for the whole season. And and teach the younger guys. And then if they lose they go, they go. What are you supposed to do? For draft picks, Carm? I mean, the NFL's winnable this year by a lot of teams, the NFC.
1: The NFC seems wide Although open. Although
2: Dallas looks pretty strong.
1: Dallas, me. and I think San Francisco's going to, uh, if they keep <laughs> this up, they might peak at the right time. I'm and,
2: praying that Jimmy G wins it oh all. Oh, my God. To make that whole organization and the national analysts look like the fools that they've been.
1: What a story that would
2: you be. You and I were one of the few people. We, we we said, let's all get the Jimmy G supporters. Let's get a room. We were in a phone meeting. <laughs> we were uh, like the Stooges, Shemp and Moe, when they had the cords on. Uh, all wrapped up around him in the little phone booth.
1: There. What a story it would be. I don't think anybody, if they stay healthy here over the final six, seven weeks, I don't think anybody's going to want to run into uh, the, no. the uh, 49ers in the NFC playoffs. I really don't. It's a good I point. I want to
2: revive if they win the Super Bowl. I don't think he's married. That I know.
1: I don't think he is. Well, he'd
2: be an absolute fool right oh now. My but. God. But, I mean, I'd like to revive the Bachelors 3 and open a bar with them. That's and, right. Yeah. You know, during the offseason, you know, build them up a little bit. But, uh, you know what, I like San Francisco. They look good. Philadelphia, Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's not playing that good. They're not. Yeah, I mean, I think Detroit should have played the win yesterday, and they didn't.
1: I think they're dangerous, Buffalo, still, because of the what they have, the weapons that they do have. Ah. But they're not playing great. No. Um, Philadelphia, I think we've seen the last couple of weeks. Detroit you know.
2: should have beat Buffalo.
1: Yeah, I mean... They were there. I mean, they
2: should have beat Buffalo. I mean, I'm glad I didn't uh, bet the game, but field I wouldn't take it to Yeah, that, Oh, that, absolutely. That field goal is
1: a killer. Absolutely. And you
2: don't play um, for the field goal there uh, 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 at all. Yeah,
1: I know. And usually Campbell doesn't, which is surprising. I was
2: surprised,
1: man. He usually doesn't. It's a good yeah. point. All right, so the Bears are in the Meadowlands this week. Second trip to New York. First one didn't go so well. Let's see how this one goes. One of the lower totals on the board this weekend because of the quarterback situation. 38-and-a-half. That's all we're looking at. Five straight overs. For the Bears, but I think that may come crashing down this weekend. Again, 38.5 is the total. This line is kind of ping-ponged around 4.5 to 6. It is currently sitting with the Bears as a 6-point underdog against Mike White and the New York Jets. I think this is going to be a battle of backup quarterbacks. Justin Fields has been limited, but I'm not so sure he's going to play. Sort of hard to handicap it without him. Um, If he doesn't play, I don't like the Bears in this spot at all. I think it's also going to be kind of a tough game to watch. Uh, With or without Justin, though, the Bears are going to have their work cut out for them on offense because this Jets defense is legit, Mike.
2: Yeah, and I got to just say, I mean, I love the people that are listening to us. I got some messages this week that I had said that Justin Field was going to get hurt two weeks ago on the odds couple if he kept playing like he was playing. Then I hear, uh, which I do my barroom show at 8 in the morning on Sunday uh, Sunday morning live from people that listened to the odds, couple that heard me say the same thing. You'd be a fool to keep playing like he's playing. I don't know what the Bears are going to do here. It shouldn't be a mystery, but he was out there practicing or going through the walkthrough uh, yesterday, Justin Fields. Look, uh, it's come to the point where Bear fans just want to be entertained. Winning is passe. Uh, you know, he's he's coming along. Let's see what he's got. Why don't we shut him down? And I'm hearing the go, I don't think that's a good idea. We need a win and uh so there's a, a fine line here right now about uh bear fans that want him shut down thinking that he's gonna come back next year and do what I mm. mean you gotta you gotta uh if he wants to play I don't know continue the
1: development it. I'm with, I think he plays I I think you. he plays and I, that might not be this week maybe they wait till after the buy but I think he's gonna play again this year I think 100 yeah. percent he will and I think he should
2: I do too I do, too. And and for the folks that say he doesn't need to apologize, hey, I like a guy that takes accountability. Me, too. And he knows that he has messed up himself the last three weeks. And a leader takes accountability. He's making me like him a lot. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. I love that he's been the underdog, really. I even know the media has anointed him. He's got a long way to go. But I will never doubt his toughness. I will never doubt. I come from you bust your ass to get where you got to go. And I like what he's doing. Amen. Yeah, and I think
1: it's great. It's it's the complete opposite of the situation they have in New York with the Jets. I really think. Oh, yes. I mean, I really think uh, play's got a lot to do with it because he's no good. But I think after uh, the stunt, he pulled at the podium where. Uh, he was given the chance to sort of say, yeah, this is on us. I've got to get better offense. is going to get better. Zach Wilson stood up there and said, "Nope, we didn't let the defense down. Uh, two huh. days later, they pulled him. I think they're done with him. I don't know how you go back to him. I think 20 games in and the Jets are already done with Zach Wilson. It is terrible.
2: I'm glad Fields got away from Nagy and them because yeah. last year – he was sending bad vibes with me and with a lot of fans about certain things. And you know what? It just seems like he's devoted to football, devoted for his teammates. It's all about football with him. The fact that he's been as good as his – but I heard somebody say it this morning. He's a great running quarterback. Yeah. And that's not going to get I'm, it I'm done. With you. And I said here – now maybe I'm going to shorten it. I said he wouldn't last four years. He's already 30 years old as far as the beating he's taken this year. And
1: Gary. that's in like a five, six-game span. I mean, yeah. think about it. That's how yeah. brutal the game can be. I mean, he's in the prime of his life. And He'll I don't never seem to be, think you know. that
2: they care whether he lasts or not. Mm. I don't know if they're sure. They got a great runner. Do They, have they a need to great make him a great passer too, right? Yeah, I don't know. Still a work in it.
1: progress. Yep, I think you're right. Yep. Uh, not much of uh, you know, not much in this game. I like to be honest. Um, no team in the NFL other than the Lions no. since 2019 has been a favorite less often than the Jets. You don't understand that. I'd rather have
0: Wilson playing.
1: Oh, I would too. I probably would too.
2: I'm tired to death. This guy White's finally <laughs> probably, getting the chance. I
1: probably would too. Yeah. Uh, Jets not good in this spot as a favorite since uh, the start of 2019. Just three and five against the number when they lay points, and now you're out and uh, laying nearly a touchdown. The Bears' defense, as Mike touched on, has been so bad though. They did trade everybody away, and it's oh, a defense God. in the last month that has so just been man. Yeah, but um, I, I died. Nothing I like too much uh, in this game. I got to be honest, a total that I don't want to mess with. I'm not sure I'd lay six points with the Jets, but the Bears might not be the side this weekend either. This is kind of a stay away from me. So
2: What happens if the Bears put up like 35 points passing? That'd with be interesting. Straight that would 2nd Justin uh, doesn't start.
1: I'm not sure they're capable of that with the way the offensive either. line is playing right now against this Jets Yeah, Yeah, rush. we're
2: going to find out a few things. about. Well, we know the talent of, of Justin Fields as far as being uh, elusive. I yeah. mean, he's as elusive as it gets, yeah. but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you want a chance to win, you put Justin Fields in if he can play. And I don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers with a broken thumb, but it doesn't need surgery. Then it's sprained. Shut up. Go play football. You say you're not giving excuses, yet you give an excuse play right the, off the yeah, bat. Playing
1: with a broken thumb, though, that was, I, I was like, man. Well, if it's
2: it, broken, then he uh, couldn't play with the it. Could I, be, he?
1: I don't know. That's a good oh, question. Please. How do you play with I got how, a your, broken heart
2: from, from the nonsense. How's that? I don't know how you play with a broken thumb
1: on your, it's you a good can't. point. Yeah, it would seem to be extremely difficult. Yeah,
2: and, I, I got a pro uh, because we're crapping the bed this year. Yeah,
1: they're four and seven. Maybe yeah. we'll uh, touch on that game a little bit later, too. Alright, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Big college games, including Ohio State, Michigan, we'll get after that. Still some craziness that could happen in the topsy-turvy Big Ten West, which is just, my God, uh, abysmal football being played for most of the year. But uh, we'll talk about a few of the different storylines going into rivalry weekend here. Mike and I are with you, getting you set for a big gambling weekend. Luke Pergandi will join us next. We'll give you best plays later on. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is The
0: Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
3: You're listening to The Odds Couple
0: with Mike North and Carmen Carmen DeFalco.
3: DeFalco on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000.
1: Every week we're with you on The Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap alongside Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. Holiday weekend edition. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. A lot of football to talk about and football. Of course, the World Cup continues and the U.S. game is coming up. Uh, we're a couple hours away as we record the podcast this morning from the kick between England and the U.S. Uh, but to talk about all this stuff that is happening at Prop Swap. And it's a glorious time of year. College basketball is back now and the NBA has been going and we're getting into a good time here for college football in the NFL Uh, We encourage you to always check out the free PropSwap app and go to PropSwap.com. And one of the founding members joins us every week, Luke Pergandy. Happy Thanksgiving,
3: Luke. Luke. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs)
2: Happy birthday, pal.
3: Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Tom. You got it, buddy. Um, We talked a little bit last week about uh, some of the World Cup stuff. I mean, there's interest. Um, There is action. There's a lot of different ways people can bet the World Cup game-to-game, game, but the futures tickets and things like that. And I you know, I, I wonder, with group play, maybe not everybody's always totally familiar with how it goes, but you had a big upset loss in group play with Germany going down, Argentina going down, the second favorite to start the tournament. Uh, it does not mean by uh, a long shot that their tournament hopes are done. Teams that are that good should bounce back and win their next two games and advance through. But do you see some reactions maybe in terms of the market and what people are looking for Uh, that maybe did have future positions on teams like that. Uh, How has the action been on the site for the World Cup so far?
3: Yeah, no, that Argentina loss was crazy. They were a huge underdog. Uh, Of course, today we have USA and England playing, so we'll see if USA can pull something off there. Um, And then the Netherlands we've been selling some tickets on. Mm. Um, And then, yeah, like you said, Germany going down was a big upset, but we still are selling Germany tickets. They're still about like a top-six team. Uh, to win the championship, so it's been fun. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'm happy that the games are getting played during this week because people aren't working as much, and you mm-hmm. can, you know, set aside a Friday afternoon to watch USA England. So yeah, it's been good. Uh, good to see, you. and obviously, I was fortunately in Mexico last weekend for my birthday, and that that country is roaring to watch their team play. It's it's a global event. You know, there's there's no doubt. It's it's a totally global event, so it's fun.
2: Yeah, I think if I've learned anything, it's ne- next time they have the World Cup, I'm going to bet all the dogs And uh, <laughs> in, in the first round. Saudi Arabia yeah. alone yeah. pays for most of the other losses, right. for God's sake, if, uh, because they hit. How about the prop bets? Like I was looking at one uh, this morning that looked interesting. Uh, uh, the U.S. is plus 0.5, and I know we're just going to be on the podcast with this. This will be dated mm-hmm. when we're on the radio uh, tonight, but the U.S. is uh, 0.5. Five uh, to score over a goal at plus 165. I sort of think they're going to get shut out maybe mm. by looking at that line, but are prop bets big right now uh, or, or is it the games and who's going to end up winning the World Cup uh, as far as the betting's going?
3: Yeah, I mean, you definitely use those prop lines to figure out who you should be betting to win the championship. Props are focused mostly on who will win the entire thing, mm-hmm. but no, take those uh, take those pieces of data into your consideration when you're making that ticket. But um, yeah, we, I would say most of the time, people are just buying and selling after each game. So for example, you grab a team USA ticket at a hundred to one odds, they pull off a win today against England, their odds will go down to like 50 to one or even 40 to one. Um, so you double or triple your money on props off.
1: Uh, Luke, how about uh, college football? We enter a pretty critical key weekend here. you got the biggest game uh, potentially, certainly for those of us here in the Midwest. Uh, um, Northwestern and Illinois. No, just kidding. Uh, Ohio State and Michigan uh, this weekend. So uh, what are we seeing in terms of college football and maybe as we gear into uh, bowl season here, um, what are some of the hottest tickets that people are looking to buy and sell?
3: Yeah, no, Michigan, super hot ticket. Of course, a huge matchup this weekend. Uh, TCU, another team that controls their own destiny. They were about fifteen to one odds. They started the season at hundred to one, if not higher. Amazing, you did mm. so. Uh, and then Michigan, Michigan started around sixty to one. Like I just said, they're about fifteen to one now. So definitely selling um, tons of tickets. And those two teams, and of course Georgia. I mean, <laughs> they are they are in a league of of their own. Georgia is like they just continue to look like a wagon. And um, I I would be stunned if they don't win the championship this year, but you know, again, all all you have to do with that Michigan or TCU ticket is just get into that college football playoff, That's and it. you're making money.
1: That's it. Yeah, I love the TCU angle absolutely because they were uh, nobody could have seen this coming, and they keep uh, you know they just keep proving everybody wrong. I've I've doubted them at many uh, turns so far this year, and somehow they keep they keep coming away with a victory. They're still uh, yeah. the path is not totally easy just yet, and the Big Twelve championship game. Will be interesting, and they're going to run into a good opponent. they got a but
2: good it, defense, man. I,
1: got, I mean, they just, even last week, by the skin yep. of their teeth, they found a way to pull it off. What a story yep. it's been. Uh, who could have imagined that they'd still be undefeated uh, through Thanksgiving? All right, Luke, have a, a great holiday weekend. Enjoy the rest of the long weekend, and we will talk to you next Friday, buddy.
3: Okay, thanks, guys. You too. Bye, Carmen. Bye, Mike.
2: Oh, look, I want to go to Mexico next I know, year. right? How
1: about it? Take <laughs> us with you for your birthday next year. We might as well touch on the biggest game of the weekend in college, Mike. That is the Michigan-Ohio State game. Michigan finally got the win. Uh, that they have been looking for in this rivalry last year. Mm -hmm. So a little revenge maybe on the mind for Ohio State as the Buckeyes go back home as a a 7.5-point favorite in this game. 56 is the total. Biggest thing for me for tomorrow, Mike, is how healthy is Michigan star running back Blake Corum. Uh, He was doing a terrific job, as he always does, against a very good Illinois defense in the first half last week. Couldn't play in the second half because of a knee. I really think that's what this game comes down to. Ohio State's got plenty of injuries on offense too, but they just seem to be more talented and deeper. Mm-hmm. I think they can withstand the big injury uh, that they have to their star running back, Trayvon Henderson, who did come back in the Maryland game, but again, couldn't finish the game and didn't play much, uh, if at all, really, in the second half. I just think they're deeper, more talented. They're back at home. I think a lot of the boxes uh, here, uh, you know, the sort of lean Ohio State's way. This is a lay it or don't play it for
2: me. Well, yeah, and I, I, you know, all the pressure was on Ryan Day. I mean, uh, you know, if he's going to end up being like the next, uh, okay, he started out winning. Now, if he loses again to Michigan, okay. Uh, now, I've always said this: Ohio State quarterbacks don't compute in the NFL; they haven't, but they computed Ohio State. They so, sure do. <laughs> I think that uh, McCart, i mean, the quarterback from Michigan's got to show up. He
1: does. He's and he's. If struggled. he doesn't
2: show up. What happens, right?
1: Um, he has really struggled the last couple of weeks.
2: Absolutely. And, and, and we talked they, about it last week.
1: We did. And and he, and he was really – he struggled against mightily against Illinois. If they're in a situation where they have to play catch-up, where he's forced to throw the ball, right. I'm just not sure they can do it on the road.
2: Well, you, you know what? The guy from Ohio State's me before I ate yesterday. Mm. And, and and the Michigan quarterback <laughs> is me when I woke up this morning. When you're my age, it doesn't gradually come on. You automatically I, – I woke up, I had a double chin. I didn't have a yesterday. <laughs> and, and that, that's what McCarthy is. He's 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 me, at, at after eating yesterday, and the other guy is sleek and ready to go. But yeah. Ohio State it does not look well. You know, I mean Alabama's losing this year. I, know. I don't think anybody. Is, is a shoo-in, no, to be honest. No, I think
1: Georgia, is probably Georgia. The, the Georgia might yeah. be the best team again. Uh, quick note on the uh, the last thing we'll say on this game, quick note for Ohio State-Michigan. Under Ryan Day, the Buckeyes are 16-9-1 against yep. the number at home, 20-12-2 against the spread in Big Ten games, and normally they're laying a lot of big numbers. This one's just a little uh, a shade over a touchdown, like we said. At but a lot of
2: the Big Ten stuff, a lot of those teams, at least five of them aren't worth a damn.
1: That's a hundred percent right. 100%
2: you know, so, I mean, right. you look at that and you and you say, somebody, it's like it's like a trend with New England. Yeah. Oh, Belichick did this. You know, Belichick's always beating this. You had Brady. Yeah. How did it work last night? Not as well. No, exactly. It's a lot better
1: when you got Brady on the other <laughs> Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Although, man, I swear that Hunter-Henry play looked like a touchdown. Jeez. Well, yeah, uh, but you know what? Complete the about. process, I know.
2: Uh, I understand where you're coming from, but that was the third quarter.
1: That's true.
2: They didn't score they in They didn't fourth, do anything, right? anything they, for the whole quarter, so it's hard yeah, for me that's true. to sort of state a, 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 a case for them.
1: That's true. Uh, Notre Dame goes down the road. Look, the, the, as—, as
2: I apologize to the Colts. As up
1: and down as they were early, yeah. they've kind of righted the ship with a quarterback that uh, look is you know a backup, and he hasn't played particularly well. But they've st- they drilled a bad Boston College team, obviously last week. But they've been feisty, Mike. They're about a five and a half point underdog on the road uh, at USC in their big rivalry game Saturday. Uh, the Trojans are dynamic on offense. Mike and I talk about all all the time, going back to his years at Oklahoma, what Lincoln Riley does. He is an offensive wizard, but it's the yeah, same yeah. old, same old. Um, it's incredible offense. They're outside the top 90, though, in overall defense and defensive line yards. They don't play a lot of defense. They play a ton of offense. If Drew Pine's uh, forced into a situation, kind of like J.J. McCarthy in Michigan, where he's got to sling it mm-hmm. for them to keep up, I don't think Notre Dame's got a shot. But if they stay close, if they keep it somewhere within the number, if they can run the ball, and I think they can against USC, I think the Irish uh, are maybe a little bit of a live dog here, and I think they can keep it close within the number, but they can't turn it over, and they can't really get into a track meet with USC. Look,
2: these coaches do it to themselves. That's why I had an opinion on this coach early in the season. Notre Dame did not look good at all, okay? I'm going to give him. Kudos. Notre Dame has got back on track. Same thing with Brian Kelly, though. The guy you oh, lost. Oh God, you're right. Oh, sorry, you can talk about Notre Dame all you want. The guy you <laughs> lost is got a shot maybe at a national title and and and, 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 and get and to get it done. You know, I, but I guess I'm good for coaches. I said uh the guy from Detroit was gonna be fired this year. The last four weeks, he looks like you know, he doesn't look like the captain from Jaws. He doesn't look like Quinn. <laughs> he looks like a, an actual he would be the new captain. On Jaws, by the way. In the remake Oh, and the remake, oh, and the remake the re- of Jaws. The reboot. <laughs> oh, and the reboot he's Quint. There's That's no true. doubt about it, you know. And uh and the same thing goes for uh the Minnesota coach. Soon as I praised him, maybe coach of the year he loses until he bounced back yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I think this is a stay away game for me to Notre Dame stuff. Okay. Uh God help
1: us all. Iowa and Nebraska. If Iowa wins, Iowa's back in the big ten title game. My wow. God, Mike. My God. Well, you
2: know, they Can just figured out that? I mean everybody criticized them, but uh, you know what? They're around. It's been a bad year for the Big Ten, oh, especially the Big Ten West. It's yeah, terrible. Horrible. It's it's just an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment, right? I mean that, that they should maybe call off the 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 the, the championship this year <laughs> until everybody's better rested. To put it in the words of Bill Murray and Stripes, uh, you know, oh it's just God. not been a very good year.
1: It has been bad. All right. Yep. When we come back, we'll talk more about uh, the big NFL games. There aren't a ton actually, but some games that we do want to kick around in Week Twelve that are on the slate for this holiday weekend. Don't go anywhere. Mike and I are coming right back. We are the Odds
0: Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
1: weekend mike and i are with you talking sports and sports gambling we are the odds couple every week presented by prop swap our best plays in a little bit plus jim miller's gonna have some ponies for the weekend so we still uh, have a lot to break down and a lot to discuss did
2: you enjoy me going back to the 90s during the commercial break i loved it yeah that's how it used to be absolutely Period. End of story. <laughs> That's the old
1: days. Oh, yeah. um, back to the NFL. We talked about uh, Ohio State, Michigan, some of the big college games. Uh, looking around the NFL slate this weekend, there's not a ton of sexy games. Bengals-Titans, a rematch of a playoff game last year in the AFC, I think could be a little bit interesting. But are
2: they winnable? Forget about sexy, you know. Sometimes <sighs> right. they you winnable? see the girl in the bar, she's a 10. That's you think true. you got a shot, you leave with the one that was a 4, you know, at 2 o'clock after a few more, you know. Still got to find a few angles,
1: right? That's find it. Find a few good ones. Uh, there, Titans. There's some good ones. Titans as a three point home underdog against Cincinnati, um, and we'll just tell everybody the stats again because it bears repeating. Mike Vrabel as a dog now twenty four and fourteen against the spread, and an even more impressive eight and four slightly better uh, mark there than the 24 and 14 in terms of winning percentage mm-hmm. 8 and 4 against the spread with a rest advantage they have that going into week 12 mm-hmm. um the Titans defense the last month or so i mean really even more than that i mean uh since week 3 they're they're the stingiest defense in the league allowing the fewest points per game they're 8th in EPA per play over that span 6th in defensive DVOA 2nd in success rate they lost their best pass rusher and their best defensive player before the season even started and they just find ways to compete. I'm telling you, Mike. At this point, and and we talk about Vrabel a lot. If yep. you, to me, handicap even aside, you start seeing these these spreads where he's getting points. He's got a rest advantage. He's in the Tomlin, Harbaugh, Andy Reid conversation. I'm serious. Like, yep. go, go ahead and just take. He's All just he's that good the- of a coach at this point.
2: He's got a good quarterback that doesn't really. He's got to prove it in the, At least I get to the playoffs. I know they were the number one seed. And, it's amazing. You know, Tannehill. Uh, guilty as charged, uh, he, you know what? But I still love him, uh, you know. And I, I, I really look at Cincinnati Burrow as a miracle worker. He's, He's without great. Chase.
1: He's so good. Uh,
2: but you're without Chase. It's scaring a lot of betters off. It would tend to scare me off of this game. I would have a slight lean uh, towards Cincinnati, only because of what Carmen said. Yeah, Cincinnati's favorite.
1: Yeah. Well, With
2: injuries it, it, and everything else, you're missing your number one receiver, but you got such a clutch quarterback in Joe Burrow.
1: And and, uh, the, and Chase did return to practice on Wednesday, so he who knows, he, he play, could yeah. come back this week. So. Yeah, so
2: we don't know, but I, all I'm saying is that I'm seeing them favored, and I'm going, wait a minute, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that picture, you know?
1: Yeah. So. Uh, Ravens-Jags this weekend, uh, with the Jags coming off of by Baltimore, writing a four-game winning streak despite injuries there, and a pretty ugly performance last week uh, on offense. They've played pretty efficient football since week eight. Baltimore is third in EPA per play, seventh in success rate. Six of Baltimore's last seven games have gone under the total, though. Worth noting for this game, uh, they scored more than 23 points just twice in that span, partially because... Uh, They're a bottom third team probably right now in NFL red zone efficiency. But their defense has been good. They haven't been quite as good as scoring points, even though they've been efficient in between the 20s. The Jags' last four games have all gone under. That total sits at 43.5, and it might be a good look. Under, especially if you can find a 44 out there, folks. I yeah, just and I got that. a pick on this game.
2: Oh, you do? Up. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's an interesting game. Uh, Baltimore coming down uh, to Jacksonville, the four point spread. Uh, so I will have a definite pick on this game in our fourth segment.
1: Tom Brady and the uh, the Bucks are back in action after a bye as well. They come off of a bye to go to Cleveland, where the Browns have been just brutal defensively. They have uh, failed to cover a couple of big numbers the last couple of weeks. They are three-and-a-half-point home underdogs. Uh, When I tell you Cleveland's defense has been bad, I mean, it's been bad. It's right up there with the Bears over the last month for being the worst in the NFL. They're actually 31st in EPA per play, 30th in rushing success rate. They've allowed 30-plus points in four of their last six games. Just absolutely horrific stuff out of that uh, Browns defense lately, Mike.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, this is a stay-away game for me. I, I heard somebody say the divorce took its toll. Tom Brady's mm. got his face is sunken. Everybody wants a sunken face. Huh? Come on. You think you want? No, I want my face to be full and fat. No, you want a sunken I don't know if that's the barometer, whether you're happily divorced or not.
4: Right, okay? yeah, I don't know. But
2: it doesn't seem to be bothering him one bit. The guy looks terrific. Uh, you know, when he's a winner. Uh, I'd stay away from this game, though. Um, it just seems suspicious to me. Got a little trap element in it. Yeah. Uh, at three and a half at home. I don't Period. like.
1: I don't like the uh, the hook in there for sure. No. At three, you might talk me into more games. Yeah. Yeah. More games. Exactly. There's I, other games. I, uh, if this thing somehow gets back down to a field goal, I might make a little case for laying the three with the Bucks on the road. I do think offensively they're starting to get it together a little. Byron Leftwich flat out has to be better at calling plays. I do not like the way he calls plays. They're way too. Way too run heavy on early downs. He's
2: as overrated a signal uh, caller as he was a quarterback I, I, when he came into the league. I panned him. Everybody got mad at me. What else is new? Guess what? It didn't work out. And I don't think uh, when Tom Brady came, boom.
1: I think he's okay? been terrible, Mike. I'm with you. But I I well, what did he teach Jameis
2: Winston? He can't even beat out Andy Dalton.
1: I just I don't get the way he calls plays. Uh I thought, he, gets mu- he gets too much he gets too much praise. It, no
2: way. And if it weren't, I wouldn't hire him. If no it way. weren't
1: for Brady bailing them out Absolutely. on third down, like I'm telling you, no team in the NFL has faced more third downs this year than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're did.
2: not ready to play every week either, in that offense. I just Evans yeah. has dropped easy passes this year. That guy's a stud. I'd take him on my team any day. But he's dropping balls for throwing right to him. 'em. Yeah, They're I'm not buddy, on yeah. the same page. Uh you know, I Let's face it, Brady's the OC of that team. I'm sure he gets along no. with Leftwich and everything else, but Leftwich shows me nothing. And 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 I like I'll say it again, Jameis Winston, he's been he's a bust.
1: Or Jameis can't even get back in the starting lineup in he's a bust. New
2: Orleans. That's like, a bust. What happened?
1: I mean, Andy Dalton, my God. Uh, we talked a little bit about Aaron Rodgers and the thumb injury earlier. Mike Come was on. funny on that. Packers Come on the on. road at the Eagles. See, this uh, the Packers have taken a little money here. This line is now below the uh, the uh, touchdown. Excuse me. Eagles laying six and a half on Sunday Night Football. Forty six and a half is your total. Uh, Eagles have been a favorite in every game they've played so far this season. Now they have failed to cover in three straight, but they've been asked to cover some pretty healthy. They've been figured
2: spread. out a little bit, though, Carm. Yeah, and the turnovers
1: the last couple weeks have yeah. hurt them. You know they needed a they, they needed a, a hell of a final drive there just to sort of escape Indy. You know, and that was yeah. maybe a little bit of a surprise last week.
2: Exactly. You know, and, and uh, you know, I will say this: uh, it's a stay away game for me. But if you had to hold a gun, I'd probably take Philly on the money line. Mm. Um, I you mean, know,
1: I, and and I'll tell you what about I, I, they? If got, you
2: lose to Green Bay at home, yeah, you're not winning anything.
1: Especially now that you already know that. Dallas has a win. Dallas moved to 8 and 3, right? Um you're starting to look uh, at playoff position and yeah. jockey for position and things like that. Like they know Dallas got to win. Uh, Green Bay goes in totally beat up. I mean, David Bakhtiari can't even finish a game at this point. He, and you
2: got the quarterback saying, you know, it's yeah. not an excuse, but my thumb's broken.
1: And and you wonder how like checked out they are now at four and seven. You Absolutely. Know? Like I think I think it's an interesting case. And to, uh, believe be me, made.
2: folks, I've been in plenty of locker rooms. I played on plenty of teams myself. Not everybody likes everybody. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is beloved in that locker room. I don't. I know he's a leader, yeah, but there's a difference between being a leader with a cohesive process and a leader which got some fragments in it,
1: yeah, interesting.
2: He likes to still throw people under the bus and then he gives an excuse for himself.
1: Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk to our good buddy Jim Miller. We'll uh, get some ponies and some action for the weekend. We'll talk about what's going on over at Hawthorne. Beautiful weather this weekend for uh, horse racing this holiday weekend. And then we'll give you our best plays before we're out of here. So more to do. Don't go anywhere. we got a lot of show left, everybody. It's Mike and Carmen. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple. On
0: ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand.
1: Holiday weekend edition. Happy Thanksgiving, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple. We got best plays coming up, but first, you know what time it is. We got to get some ponies for the weekend. The expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse joins us each and every week. He's one of the best in the biz. They've got racing happening at beautiful Hawthorne, Chicago's hometown track, all holiday weekend long. Say hi to Jim Miller.
4: Jimmy, boys, I was wanting to sing "Everyday People" right there coming at, <laughs> coming back. That's a beautiful song. You like that? Happy- That's wonderful. How was Thanksgiving for you guys? Awesome. Wonderful. Yes.
2: Awesome. I'm sure you had a good day, too, Jimmy, and uh, you had a well-deserved day off. Uh, did they have the track shut down?
4: You know, we were open for simulcasting. There were a lot of tracks going throughout the course of Thanksgiving afternoon. We're open all weekend long. Here's the beauty, guys. It's sunny. It's a little bit warmer. We're actually on the turf this weekend, which is something that really helps for the racing. And it's good racing all weekend long.
1: It's beautiful this weekend. I mean, really, this might be the last truly great, uh, pleasant weather weekend we get. We're going to have sunny skies. So, yeah, racing all weekend uh, at Hawthorne. Of course, the book is open, too, with the World (laughs) Cup and everything. It's a good weekend. All the big college games. There's a lot to do at the track this weekend, Jimmy.
4: Yeah, and here's the thing about it that's really kind of cool. Like you mentioned, you can go out there for live racing. You can bet the races. You can watch and wager on anything that's going on in the sporting world right now. And there is, there's so much going on. We've actually had to add channels to the lineup just so we can put more signals up and more games up. So if there's anything you want to see at any of the sportsbook locations at Hawthorne, you can go up there to the counter, request those games. They'll put it up for you, and then you have all that racing, too.
2: I got to tell you, Jimmy, so you got, what What are the, in the next two to three weeks, what's the big event you got coming up? Uh, I, I'm, you, know, you got the NFL playoffs coming up, of yep. course, down the line. Uh, uh, but uh, as far as the horses go, uh, give us a little thumbnail sketch before uh, we get your picks.
4: Yeah, here's the cool thing about it. So we have handicapping contests all weekend long this weekend at Hawthorne. They're taking place at a lot of our OTBs. And it's contests where people can just play what they normally would throughout the course of a racing day. And if you make money, anything you make on your wagers, you can come back and you keep that money in your pocket and you have chances to earn trips to Vegas. You can check those out at any of our O T B locations. We move post time back, guys, next week to twelve fifty five. So it's a little bit earlier just based on the winter weather, but you can watch and wager on football. Then you can watch the horses all day long. So it really is. It's kind of a nice mesh of everything coming together. Put together the nice live racing product here in Illinois to focus for the end of the year. And guys, keep our fingers crossed that things hold out weather-wise for that last month.
1: Absolutely. All right, what do we uh, like for this weekend, Jim?
4: Home cooking on Saturday at Hawthorne. One of those is going to come on the turf. That's race number one. We're going to bet the eight. I owe you again across the board on the turf course at Hawthorne. Then race six, we're going to bet the four. Better think twice across the board. And race seven, but the two aptly named big sport across the board and build up their money for the NFL Sunday.
1: All right, so three horses at Hawthorne for Saturday. All these across the board, folks, bet them to win, place, and show. The first race, uh, horse number eight, race six, the four horse, and then race seven, the two horse. Is that right? That's right,
4: boys. Let's get things rolling for that final month of the racing season. Sounds good, Jimmy. Thanks, buddy. You got it, guys. Good luck, Jimmy.
1: There's our guy, Jim Miller, with three more ponies uh, ponies for you for the weekend where there is live racing at Hawthorne all weekend long. All right, Mikey, we roll into some best plays here. What are we liking for the weekend we uh we handed out a bunch of winners again yep. last week i wasn't great you and randy were good so let's do it again for everybody
2: yeah i mean i was uh the thing i didn't like was the arizona game and i picked on the bonus pick which i'm one and one i'll be on today uh with jesse rogers and yes. grew it uh at 148 but uh i i went three and two Carm, you went uh, one and two and uh, randy two and one we had another winning week um I'm going to take Atlanta plus the four against Chico and the Washington Redskins okay. in this game. I just think that Atlanta got the ship righted. They have been struggling a little bit. Uh, the Bears uh, played them to the hill, but they should have They should won another game they should have won. But Atlanta showed resiliency. I think Washington, they could win this game, but I think it's a field goal game at best yeah. for them. If they do, I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Keep them with the field goal. I like it. All right. Uh, I'm going to lay uh, three with a road team, actually. I'm going to take the Chargers uh, minus the three points at Arizona this week. I mean, the Chargers, we've talked about this. They play better when they hit the highway. Uh, They have no home field advantage, obviously, in SoFi. Since the stadium opened, the Chargers are 13-7-1 against the number on the road. That's the third best mark in the NFL. Meantime, Arizona has been terrible at covering spreads at home under Cliff Kingsbury. Just 11-18 against the spread. Now, Kyler is trending towards a return, but the Cards have a ton of offensive injuries. Zach Ertz, Greg Dore. Rondell Moore all mispractice on Wednesday and Thursday. Meantime, Keenan Allen seems to be getting healthier and healthier uh, and I do think that uh, Herbert and the Chargers will be able to pick on that Arizona secondary a little bit. That's a bad defense and a team that just seems a little bit listless right now coming off a really ugly performance in Mexico City. So I'll lay three with the Chargers on the road.
2: You know, you know, you get reminders how old you're getting when you, you start reminiscing about the days when you were arguing whether Colt McCoy was going to be a good pro quarterback <laughs> or not. Okay? The guy's in his third 13th season. Is that amazing, isn't it? Like, I think he's a good pro quarterback. Still, he's not gonna break any records, but you make thirteen years with the NFL. Oh, you're another Chase Daniels guy. You know what I Chase mean? Chase Diggs
1: I was just gonna bring that up. That's it's yeah. pa- a perfect Colt, uh
2: he's the next guy to see how much money he's made in his career, Colton McCoy.
1: God, can you believe since twenty ten he came into the league, Mike? Man,
2: it and is he, you know what? He's got the Irish Gene and him. He looks like he did when he was at Texas for guys. He does, yeah. Doesn't he? Oh my god. All right, and I got one more. Um uh, I love you know I love Lamar Jackson I think he's great I think what a teammate he is everything that uh, you want a quarterback to be I sort of see Justin Fields with his attitude this year being in that mode. That being said, I'm going to take Jacksonville as Baltimore makes a rough road trip uh, down in the heat to Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take Jacksonville plus uh, the four like in it. this football game uh, to. Uh, to at least cover and see what happens here. I mean, Baltimore's a heck of a team. They've been on a little bit of a roll, uh, but this is one of those trap games to me.
1: I like it. like that play a lot. I'll give you one more, too. Uh, may God have mercy on my soul. I'm going to back <laughs> Sam Darnold. I can't believe it. They, the money oh,
2: here. Sam oh, Sam Darnold. You God. mean the guy that sees ghosts on the field? Uh, Mike, I
1: know. I uh, must come on. M-I-S-F-M. He's going to
2: throw it to Casper.
1: Lord help me. Uh, yeah. I'm going to actually back the Panthers as a short home underdog against the Broncos. I'm just not sure the Broncos should be a favorite. Against anybody. The real story here to me is the Panthers defense. It's faced a difficult schedule of past offenses the past five weeks, and Carolina has still managed to go 4 1 against the number in that span. All four teams they face in those five games, they played Atlanta twice, rank inside the top half in the NFL and passing DVOA. The Bucks, Bengals, and Ravens all actually rank inside the top 10. Now they get a Denver offense that's 25th. Broncos are the lowest-scoring team in the NFL at just yeah. 14.7 what points per game. Feel.
2: What a bust this has been, that it's, Denver Broncos. It, it's Be been don't.
1: a nightmare. Jerry Judy still nursing an ankle injury. He hasn't practiced all week. Russell, Chase Wilson
2: has never, you know, Russell Wilson has never played like this in his entire life, and that head coach, man. It,
1: the whole, the, none of it's working, and that no. offense is just really, really bad. they got a lot of injuries. Um, they're 1-3 against the spring in true road games this season, so I'll go ahead and uh, back the Panthers as a short uh, one-point. Uh, you can maybe even still find a one-and-a-half out there um, at home against the Broncos this weekend.
2: So. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, but there's games all day long. Folks. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Bet responsibly. Don't get crazy, you know. You want to have some money left by uh I mean, I know guy. back in the, back in the day, my Thanksgiving days were brutal. You mm-hmm. know, you were already down going into the weekend. So, you know, just be smart. That's all.
1: Mikey, uh, we want to wish everyone a great uh, holiday weekend. Enjoy the rest of the weekend with friends and family. Uh, Absolutely, thanks to Charlie Bevins for getting the podcast up for us today. Well done. And Mike and I will see you. What time
2: will the podcast be? If you think you will get it up by 1130?
1: I think. think Charlie, what do you think? He's he's nodding in agreement. Easy. easy This thing's going to be up 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 in the next 10 minutes. Easily.
2: I love this guy. I love it. My guy.
1: Enjoy the holiday weekend, everybody. And Mike and I will see you again next Friday.
0: So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North. on ESPN 1000.